Blog Talk Radio. number one source for knowledge in the information age high frequency radio network Thank you. 
feeling like committing a crime Get a lot for that, I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line I'm
All right. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L, and it is an absolute pleasure to be here with you this evening. It's been a while, I know. It's been it's been it's been a while. But you know, I'm back here. I understand where we are. This is the foundation. We are high frequency. We understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So as always, we are looking to correctly apply that correct information here on the foundation. On high frequency radio network. I want to start off by saying all thanks. Honors and praises due to the creator and ancestors. I want to give a shout out also to my big brother, the uncle of the conscious community. This is what I call him, y'all. Yusuf L, High Frequency Radio Network creator, SPCUniversity.com, teaching y'all how to do that secured party dance. You know, what else can I say, man, you know? That hasn't been said, man. Shout out to the big brother, Yusuf L. Make sure you check out the brother's work. If you haven't already, my man be killing it on the on the on the Instagram lives and joint. I mean, I love it. Yeah, so make sure you check out SPCUniversity.com. Also make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com. Make sure you sign up for the email list. We got the exclusive content, exclusive offers, exclusive events. Speaking of events, we'll get into that. You can sign up uh, for the email list at welcometothefoundation.com. Check out the PDF section. Make sure you, you know, gravitate towards that, you know, and, you know just, just slide over there. That free PDF section. You can check out the education section, too, as well as find all our social media pages, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook, Dance. All that welcome to the foundation.com. You can also make a donation and for a limited time you can book a consultation. Still, all from the same location. Once again, that's welcome to the foundation.com. I wanna say shout out to all the listeners, archive listeners, internet listeners, podcast listeners, MP3 listeners, live listeners, live callers. However you checking out the show, I wanna say shout out to you. I wanna say peace to all the trustees and private trustee training. Here at the foundation, or otherwise, wherever you are, doing your dance. I want to say peace to you, peace to all that have interacted in any way with the foundation. Absolutely. Just want to say peace to you. I, you know, as I said, it's been a minute, but we're going to get into the show, the show of Power of Contract. We're going to get into the current events as well. We're going to get into all this stuff. But I do want to start off by saying, you know, we got an in-person event coming up, y'all. It's going to be in May. I know it's going to be in Atlanta. I think we got the date, but I don't want to announce it, you know, on the air yet. But we got a couple of months, you know, to get it squared away. Definitely. It's going to be dope. I ain't done an in-person event in years, man. Like I'm talking pre 
panorama. You know what I mean? It's been a minute. I think it's far overdue. Absolutely. So that's it's going to be in May 2023 is when I'm stepping back and I'm saying blah, blah, blah. Now, we may have some special guests. Yusuf might be there. I don't know, man. I got to talk to the brother. We'll see what he says. We'll see what happens. I have not spoken to him yet. So I really, like, seriously don't know. But we'll see. But it's going to be in May. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. So be on the lookout for that. You want to sign up for the email list. Go to welcometothefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list. It's going to say one more step. You got to verify they're lying. You're good. You, you're in the email list. We also, so beyond the event, we have a, we're, we're going we're gonna to begin a campaign. It's called the Normalize Greatness Campaign or the Normalize Campaign. We got three Three things, you know, three. Oh, man, what's going on? Well, all right, let me try this. We got three different slogans or so of what we're doing. Normalize greatness. I think it's important to normalize greatness in the community, in your mind, in your family. Normalize greatness. Let's stop accepting mediocre stuff. Low grade, low class things. Let's just normalize greatness. So that's one of the slogans on a t-shirt. We have a black, we have white in assorted colors. We also have normalized trust estates is another slogan we got on the t-shirt. Yo, this is a campaign. It's a limited time. We're doing this one time. It's It's a limited edition logo even like this is it once these are gone they'll never be back you'll never see that logo rendition again you'll never see this campaign again i think it's it's crazy we have a limited amount of t-shirts as well not even going to say the number but we have a limited amount of t-shirts we have them in black we have them in white we have them in assorted sizes we have normalized trust estates which should be normalized you know most of us should grow up in a trust estate. Should be normal to be familiar with trust administration and the the creation and protection of assets from a family level, from a family point of view. I think you know. Let's normalize that. Rather, last and not least, of course, we have normalized trust fund babies. You know, just normalize it. I think it should be normal. You know, our people. We just got a bunch of trust fund babies walking around, you know, got access to hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars. Just because you're alive and you're a state and the people who administered the estate prior to you taking it over, prior to you coming of age, they handle their business. So let's normalize trust fund babies. We got the normalized campaign. We're doing t-shirts, not doing baseball caps, not doing anything else. We're just going to do some t-shirts, man. Represent the foundation. Represent the normalized campaign. You know, normalize greatness. Normalize trust estates. Normalize trust fund babies. Three different slogans. So it's three separate shirts. But each shirt, each slogan we got assorted sizes. We have them in black. We have them in white. And I'm going to tell you again, it's a, it's a limited edition. It's a limited edition logo with a limited edition 
campaign. We're calling it the normalized campaign. Normalize it. Let's get it, let's get it done. So, you know, we will have those at the event. That's when we're going to drop them. We're going to give some away, though. You know, and honestly, check this out. We're going to give three away. And we're going to give, with those three shirts, we're going to give one T-shirt away, normalize greatness. We're going to give one T-shirt away, normalize trusted states. We're going to give one away, normalize trust fund babies. And with each giveaway, if you win, you're going to get free admission to the event in May. You can just come through, show up. I think it's a beautiful thing. Now, what do you need to do? You need to do uh, sign up for the email list. Welcome to the foundation.com. Subscribe to YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, follow, like. I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? Subscribe. You got to subscribe. You have to leave a comment on all the platforms. This means YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media platforms that you can leave a comment, whether it's on a video, it's on a post, doesn't matter. And then, you know, just take a screenshot. Like, yo, I left here's here's I'm follow. Here's me, here's my my username for all of these social media things, screenshot, and here's where I follow, screenshot, and here's my comments, screenshot. That's it. Send it to admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. You will be entered. You're gonna get a T shirt, you're gonna get free admission to the event. In person event. I haven't even branded it yet. We don't even know what we'll call it yet. But Probably, you know, the you know, normalized greatness or something something of that nature. Something somewhere in there. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited. You know, shoot me an email, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com if you would like more information, if it didn't make sense, you're interested, so on and so forth. But, you know, I do want to make an announcement. You know, we have a it's I think this is a big announcement. You know, as I retire, modify what I'm doing here in the public, the Foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Um, you know, I'm doing currently the last training, trustee training session. You know, but we got good news. You know, we're working on a deal where we can continue to provide trustee training and I can continue to, you know, reorganize my life in the way that's necessary for me to, you know, still do the dance so I'm still working on it you know had a lot of people hit me up email call text you know hey okay I get it y'all I get it you know y'all don't want me to leave okay so I'm gonna figure it out but I gotta change what I'm doing bottom line is foundation it's it's highly likely that we're gonna still offer trustee training and I, I think that's great you know that's that's just one of the things that um that was bothering me about my retirement so, with that being said, stay tuned, sign up for the email list, you know, if you're interested, maybe some of you missed it, and was like, oh man, I missed it, well, maybe you did it, you know, so keep it locked, stay tuned, um, you know, I will get that information out to you shortly, but, um, you know, as the team grows here at the foundation, I'm able to do more, and we're able to do more, you know, we're able to offer more, we're, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the future here at the foundation on High Frequency Radio Network. Absolutely. I trust that you are too. So, just real quick before I jump into this, the foundation is not going out of business. It's not going away. You know, 
I'm retiring, you know, from specific activities. That doesn't mean I'm resigning from the foundation. It doesn't mean I'm going to just disappear out the public and, you know, I'm out of here. I'm still going to do shows, still going to do events, still going to be available for private, you know, contracting and whatnot. But, it's, you know, it's just going to be it's going to be a little different. It's got to be different, actually. But we're out here. So, you know, I just I've got enough emails and calls and texts to tell y'all the foundation isn't going anywhere. So, I'm, you know, you look, I'm doing a show right now. You know, um, sometimes things change, things modify in a good way that allow, you know, what you thought was going to be a major change only ends up being a minor change. I think it's good. So, with that being said, let's jump into this show, man. We got current events. It's crazy. You know, it's been a while since I've done current events. There were so many different current events that I could have come up with. But, you know, I tried to keep it light because I want to get into the topic. So, you know, I kept it light, man. But here's the deal. These things we got to pay attention to. You know, check this out. And this is what I'm going to say first, you know. And this is... Where did I find this? Because I heard I heard talk about this, you know, on this call. You know, I, I get on this call with investors and stuff like that once a week. And I heard talk about this call and I couldn't find it, but I found it on this. Man, what even? I don't even know where this is, man. Um, it's called dnyuz.com. I'm not sure what, you know, uh, but. You know, the New York Stock Exchange had a glitch that led to wild price swings in over 80 stocks, including large shares of large companies like Wells Fargo, Verizon, and Nike. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that again. The New York Stock Exchange had a glitch that led to wild swings. I think I think that just speaks for itself. CNBC US will default this summer unless Congress raises debt limit. This is the Congressional Budget Budget Office. It issued a new statement or a new estimate, I'm sorry, of how long the Treasury Department can sustain its extraordinary measures to prevent a debt default. 5 to 8 months. The United States Treasury will exhaust its emergency measures to prevent this default sometime between July and September unless Congress raises the 31.4 trillion debt limit. This is what they said today. The latest projection notes that the final date will be determined by tax revenues the IRS receives in April. Should those revenues decline significantly from the Congressional Budget Office's standpoint, The CBO, or Congressional Budget Office, estimates the extraordinary extraordinary measures could be exhausted sooner, and Treasury could run out of funds before July. This is Philip Swaggle. He's the CBO director. It also revised its projection for the size of the annual federal budget deficit 
Over the next decade, the agency now believes the deficit will total $18.8 trillion. Over the next 10 years, a figure that is 20% higher or so than the agency's estimate last May of $15.7 trillion. The U.S. reached the current debt limit in January of this year. Could be a problem. You know, this and then you got that. You got the United States elections coming up in 2024. You got Taiwan's elections coming up in 2024. Ooh, that's a crazy year. Hopefully, you know, China doesn't make a move on Taiwan anytime soon because that'd be a problem. I believe CNBC S&P futures are flat today or I'm sorry, tonight as traders digest earnings and the latest data. After strong retail sales data suggesting a resilient U.S. economy, S&P 500 futures climbed 0.09%, while futures linked to the Dow Jones Industrial Average inched up by four points, or 0.01%. Stocks closed slightly higher during the regular session today, despite falling earlier in the day after a stronger than expected, stronger than expected January Retail sales reports suggested the Federal Reserve may have further to go in its efforts to tame inflation. They're going to continue to raise interest rates. We got problems over here. It's going to keep going. Hopefully, you pay down your credit card debt. If you didn't, do it now. We got this. Current stock market rally likely to mark the high point for 2023. The whole year? This is J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan says investors shouldn't get too comfortable. I'm sorry, too comfortable with the stock market's impressive start to 2023. Quote, big picture, we believe that the equity rally that started last October and that we hoped would be driven by peaking bond yields, CPI, China reopening, and the fall in European gas prices is unlikely to get the fundamental confirmation for the next leg higher as the year progresses and quote and quote closely watched jp morgan strategy strategist mislav matezka wrote in a note on monday quote once the positioning recovers q1 is in our view likely to mark the high point of the market and quote here we go you got you got the dead the debt ceiling you got off, man. Let me just keep going, cause you know, you, you know what it is. What we got here? Reuters.com. Ooh, rents push up U.S. consumer prices, but don't worry, inflation is gradually cooling. Yeah, you believe him? Uh, supposed to be transitory. Oh, here's some good news. Reuters.com. Kraft Heinz to abandon further price hikes as shoppers stretched thin crazy, huh? Kraft Heinz said today it would hit pause on further price hikes for, for its quick-fix meals and condiments as consumers turn increasingly sensitive to persistently high inflation. The packaged food giant also forecast 2023 profit below Wall Street estimates, weighed down by more promotions and higher costs of commodities, including dairy, soybean oils, and packaging materials. Kraft's move mirrors PepsiCo 
The last week said it would not raise prices any further, expecting some consumer pushback in the second half of the year. But Coca-Cola, Dove soap maker Unilever, and Procter & Gamble have said they would keep hiking prices, showing the diverging paths consumer goods companies are taking to boost sales. Mm. Doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon. I don't like it. So you have the stock market going crazy. You have a lot of layoffs in techs, right? So a lot of there's a lot of loss in value in the tech sector, right? Oh, my bad. Warriors, Shopify's revenue forecast fails to impress. Shares fall. That was just today. Roku promises cost cuts, but it sees so just because of that promise, it sees robust first quarter revenue. The shares jump. Oh, as long as we cut costs. But what we're seeing is this move from the tech sector. Now it's moving into the banks. Case in point, Lawyers.com, Insurer, AIG, profit shrinks as short-term related costs, weak investments um, hit it hard. Hurt by losses tied to a winter storm that hit parts of North America late last year and lower alternative investment income. Stock markets not doing great. Reuters, Barclays shares tumble 9% as profit disappoints. Barclays reported 14% fall in four-year pre-tax profit on Wednesday as earnings were polaxed by surging costs, a collapse in deal fees, and multi-million dollar fines relating to an administrative blunder. Ooh, it was an administrative blunder. Don't worry about it. CNBC analysts see short-term strength, long-term generational shift in copper prices. I don't know if y'all remember, but, you know, a few years ago, I started talking about silver. Started talking about, Well, I've always been talking about silver and gold. But I started talking about copper and nickel, right? I'm like, yo, save your pennies, 1982. And, you know, previously, anything 1922 and older, save them, you know? Save all your nickels. Why? Here we go. Copper is typically used as a construction metal for wiring, for building, wiring for machinery and whatnot. But if you look at the decarbonization, net zero energy transition trend, copper is the new oil. This is Al Chu, who manages the BNY Mellon Natural Resources Fund. This is what it, this is what he told at CNBC. Along with experiencing a short-term supply shortage, copper is set to undergo a generational shift in demand as decarbonization ramps up. According to a BNYI Mellon lead portfolio, portfolio manager, that's Al Chu. That's Al Chu. Copper is a leading barometer of global economic health due to its wide-ranging usage, including in electrical equipment and industrial machinery. It had a strong start to the year, giving a weakening dollar and investor expectations to see a surge in demand after the reopening of the Chinese economy. Short-term supply issues have also emerged alongside a rebound in demand, such as an eruption of protests in Peru, which accounts for 10% of the world's, world's copper supply. Copper futures for March delivery settled at $4.10 a pound on Thursday after tailing off in recent, recent weeks from the January rally. Although he noted that a Chinese economic reopening and resurgent demand with while copper inventories are near cyclical lows would likely lead to a short-term price surge. Chu suggested that the most interesting aspect of the copper outlook is 
a secular change in long-term demand. Who said, quote, copper typically is used as a construction metal for wiring, for building, wiring machines, so on and so on. But given the decarbonization laws, it is and could be the new oil. Beyond, oh, hold on. Is it solar power? Is it wind? Is it EV? Is it any form of renewable energy? Every renewable energy pretty much needs copper. Because if you're talking about electrifying something and transmitting electricity, you need copper. Beyond the quantities of copper that are likely to be required to achieve net zero goals, Chu also highlighted a decline in the grade of the metal over the last 20 years, as well as the length of time it takes to get major mining projects online. Quote, a lot of these reserves and deposits are found in very, very hard places to produce Congo, Inner Mongolia, these are not in very developed reasons where you say, oh, it's really easy. Let's build a mega mine. When you look at the long-term secular story, you can just see strong demand. A lot of people focus on lithium as the kind of energy transition metal, but I think we should be much more focused on copper because I think that is a real pinch point, the real choke point for energy transition and the energy transition story. Citing the old economic adage, the adage of, quote, the best cure for high prices is high prices, and, quote, Chu said there will always be short-term cyclical volatility, but that the price of copper will likely keep rising until it incentivizes much larger exploration cycles or a ramp-up of secondary markets and copper recycling. I don't know, man. Maybe you should grab that stuff. Maybe, I don't know. Silver prices could touch a nine-year high in 2023. With a bigger upside than gold. Man, this is CNBC. This is no longer these, you know, Kit Code, these other, you know, secondary news. No, man, these big guys are saying the same thing I've been saying for years. Sorry. Sorry. Prices of silver could hit a nine-year high of $30 per ounce this year, possibly outpacing gold prices. The last time spot silver touched $30, touched $30 levels. Per ounce was February 2013, according to closing price data from Refinitiv. Refinitiv. Insufficient supplies of silver as well as its tendency to be a better performer than gold in periods of high inflation are key drivers supporting the outlook. Analysts told CNBC, quote, silver has historically delivered gains of close to 20% per annum in years of high inflation. Given that track record and how cheap silver remains related to gold, it was, wouldn't surprise to see silver head towards $30 an ounce this year, though that will likely offer significant resistance. End quote. This is Janie Simpson. She's the managing director at ABC Bullion. Quote, oh, are we talking about a silver shortage? Silver is in a shortage, and there is a notable drawdown in the available physical stocks held in New York and London's physical hubs, more so than seen in gold. This is Nikki Shields, head of metal strategy at Precious Metals Company, MKS, PAMP. Check this out. I can't believe they're saying this in, like, just mainstream news. This is, this is amazing. Shields added that silver is expected to post deficits of more than 100 million ounces over the next five years with industrial demand spurring the tight supply. Quote, 
The largest segment of silver demand is industrial, which equates to almost 50% of total demand. Calling for a base case of silver prices to climb to $28 with a bullish case of $30 or more. That demand is expected to grow more than 15% over the next five years, hinging on accelerated industrial demand from automotive and electronics applications, silver and copper, y'all, nickel. Silver is a material commonly used in the manufacturing of automobiles, solar panels, jewelry, and electronics. No silver lining for silver supplies. We had peak silver supply back about five, six years ago. Silver production on a worldwide basis has actually been dropping year over year, and we're not seeing as much silver produced for mines. This is Randy Smallwood, president of Wheat and Precious Metals. According to a trade group, the Silver Institute, the supply of silver from mine production in 2022 was 843 million 200,000 ounces, which was still shy of the decade's peak of 900 million ounces in 2016. The silver, the supply of silver, which is largely produced as a byproduct of lead, zinc, copper, and gold mines, does not generally respond as quickly as demand. When silver prices go up, it's not like the silver mines can increase production because the silver mines only supply about 25% of the silver. However, while it wouldn't be surprising to see silver touch $30 an ounce, he does not think that price will hold. He calls for prices to stay comfortably around the $20 per hour, $20 per hour. Wow. $20 per ounce mark. I'm very bullish on gold, but I'm even, even more bullish on silver. I've been hearing this for years, years. Why I've been telling y'all, grab silver, get it, get silver, get gold. Forbes.com, this is crazy. Silver, copper prices on the rise amid supply shortages. Copper and silver prices are on the rise in 2023 due to insufficient supply against growing demand. Some analysts see these precious metals enjoying moderate to outsized gains this year. I think it's crazy. I think it's amazing. I think it's an opportunity. Wealth transfers that happen pretty much every seven years. CNBC, Elon Musk, who who co-founded the firm behind ChatGPT, warns that artificial intelligence is one of the biggest risks to civilization. It's both positive or negative and has great, great promise, great capability. But with that comes great, great danger. He says, quote, I think we need to regulate AI safely. Frankly, it is, I think, actually a bigger risk to society than cars or planes or medicine. He said regulation may slow down AI a little bit, but he thinks that that might also be a good thing. Initially, he he went on to say, it was created as an open source nonprofit. Now it is a closed source and for profit. I don't have an o- any open stake in OpenAI, nor am I on the board, nor do I control it in any way. This thing, I don't know if y'all heard about this artificial intelligence app called ChatGPT or whatever. But it's making a lot, a lot of waves. You know, a lot of people, you know, here comes the artificial intelligence. I trust that you're ready for it. I trust that you're ready to 
go. Speaking of ready to go, let's jump into the show. Because that's it for current events, y'all. I appreciate y'all checking it out. Staying down. So, look. The name of this show is The Power of Contract. You know? Recently, you know, I've, I've, I've taken on a few new clients. And it's always, you know, the newer clients where I kind of got to get back into my old way of thinking. Basically, I had to get back into, you know, relating this information, the importance of this information to people who have no idea. You know, you just kind of, you kind of got to walk them along the path a little bit before they get their legs under them. And, you know, I, in this, this, you know, these conversations I've been having lately, I, I thought it would be a great idea to do a show on this stuff. Because I think it's important to break down information, especially when you're trying to teach someone something as basic and plain and simple as possible. So in that spirit of plain and simple as possible, I want to do my best to break down the power of of contract in this show as simple and elementary as possible. I'm not insulting your intelligence in any way. Absolutely not. I'm actually, you know, challenging myself. And, you know, I would like maybe, maybe this would be something that you play for, you know, your child or, you know, your teenager or something so that they, they can, you know, kind of really get a grasp on what, you know, the power is that lies within these contracts. So, what I want to say is, you know, the most powerful thing in the world, the most powerful structure in the world is a contract structure. I just want to say that. We, we, this is where we're going to start. But we're going to back up and we're going to say you need to come out of the rabbit hole. This is, this is necessary because this kind of sets the stage. You need to come out the rabbit hole. And what do you mean by that, So, What do you mean by that? Okay. I'm going to take it to the Bible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, it's, it's just, it's not a lot. And it's not, you know, anything but to point out that it is explained in this book, in the first chapter and in the second chapter, what this, all this is, this life that we know when we come, we get up. And you know, you go to work or go to school or whatever. Like, what? Where did? What's? What's going on? Because we're confused. So listen, Genesis, chapter one. What is this? Chapter one, verse twenty-seven. So God created man in His own image. Pay attention to the word created. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So it's like, yo, first of all, God created man in his own image. Male and female created he them. So man is man and woman. Man, man. 
There's two sides to man, man and woman. There's two sides to a coin. It's natural law, right? That's man, created. Remember that word created, right? We got chapter 2, Genesis. Genesis chapter 2. Pretty sure it's chapter 2. Where we at? So we got... um, Man, I lost. I just... Oh, here it is. And the Lord God formed Adam from the dust of the earth. The Lord God formed Adam from the dust of the earth. You, you you catch that? So you have created and you have formed. You have man that was created. Man and woman at the same time. Then you have Adam that was formed from the dust of the earth. So what that does at least in my, what it does for me is right there in the first and second chapter, it lets me know what's going on. You got created man, man and woman, you have formed man. It's in it's Genesis chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. So you got created man, and you have formed man. You have God It says, so God created man in his own image, Genesis 1. And then Genesis 2, you have Lord God. Okay, but what am I saying this for? Come out the rabbit hole. Okay, so what's the rabbit hole? You have formed, you have created. In trust law, you have form over substance. But I won't touch on that yet. What I will say is this. You have formed and created. Anything that's formed is under man's law. Anything that's created is under God's law. I'm put it like this. So you got you you own a property, right? You, you know you go buy property. People are like, yeah, and we get real estate. Okay, it's legal term, commercial term. Bottom line is you're buying land and you're buying a house on it. And we're like, oh, it's a house. Well, commercially it's an improvement. The improvement, the man-made structure on on top of the God-created earth. It's, it's commerce. It it's an improvement. It's formed. It's under man's law. Lord God, Lord God rocks that. Anything formed, if you can't dig it up off the ground, you can't dig. If you can't dig 
a bends up out the ground, dust it off, spray with some water, jump in it, and drive to work. You, you understand what I'm saying? You have to come out the rabbit hole, which means you have to acknowledge all the fake things every day. Your sidewalk is fake. Your house is fake. Well, it's formed. We gotta, you gotta, I'll, say, I'll say formed. I say fake because it's not naturally occurring. But we can say formed. You got to acknowledge all the formed things, all the Lord God things, your sidewalk, your stairs, the street, even like your landscaping. Yeah, that's natural. It's natural grass and trees, but it was land. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't put there naturally. It was formed. It was formed in that area. Their clothes were formed from, you know, fabrics, maybe natural and unnatural. The vehicle was formed. That stoplight that you sit at when there's no cross traffic at all, and you're sitting there wasting your life, that's formed. You kind of get where I'm getting at? Police officer, not real, not created by the creator. Judge, lawyer, TV, dinner, all these, it's fake. It's fake. And what does this have to do with the power contract? Well, you have to understand what is real and what is fake before you can understand the power of a contract. And I'm talking private contract. I'm not talking about any you know contract that is subject to legislative authority by the several legislatures, which means any of the states. That's not what I'm talking about. You have to understand the real and the fake. And you have to understand what the, so the state of is fake. The United States is fake. It's all fake. You think that was natural? You think naturally we just dug up a constitution? We, was really, we were searching an old ancient site. It was like, oh, man, here's a constitution. Let's sign it and create a government. Nah, man. It was formed. Constitution was formed. The device that you're using to check out this show is formed, which means it's under the formed laws. Under, it's under Lord God's law. So once again, you got to take a full stop. You, there's, there's created and then there's formed. Substance over form. You got natural law. Natural law is a law that's, you know, it happens. You can, you can get mad. You can kick something. You can jump off. It doesn't matter. Natural law will continue. You can sit there and you'll watch the sun rise and set over and over and over again. This is natural law. This is the law that was put into existence by the creator. This is the law that we are under. Living, breathing. Can you breathe in? Can you breathe out? You're living. That's it. Then you have man's law, which reduces itself to contract law, and then reduces itself even further further to commercial law. And that's what we're talking about. The state, all of these form things, commerce is regulated by commerce. Lord God. Who's Lord God? Government. No? You want to argue? That's fine. That's fine. Um, Lord God. Government ordinance department. You can't serve two masters. But what's that, what's that have to do with the power of a contract? Mr. So, Mr. So. You say these things and, you know, you have all these things you say and it sounds... Magnanimous and all these different things, but you're talking about the power of a contract. Okay, let's get into it. You know, 1% information. You don't know what you don't know. 
Just because you don't know something exists doesn't mean it does not. And just because the professionals and the people that you respect in your life and you think they're super smart, just because they don't know something exists doesn't mean it does not. I would like to share with you the Supreme Court case of Caldwell versus Hill, C-A-L-D-W-E-L-L versus Hill, H-I-L-L. This is 178-SE-383. That's 178-SE-383. It was from 1934. Check it out. This is not to be confused. Like, I don't really deal with theory. Y'all know me. Like, I deal with facts. I ain't got time for this. If I don't know, I'll tell you. I don't know, man. But I'll ask somebody. Caldwell versus Hill, the the Supreme Court stated that the United States adopted the common laws of England with the Constitution. The United States adopted the common laws of England with the Constitution. Why does that matter? Well, under the common laws of England, which the United States adopted, which, which the United States just simply calls common law, they took the England out of there, of course. Why not? Under the common law, the people have the right to contract unlimited. Okay. People have the right to contract unlimited according to the common law. This is common law principles. You can't, hey. Okay. But remember, we're coming out the rabbit hole. We're coming out the rabbit hole. So if, if the United States adopted the common law with England, I mean the common laws of England with the United States Constitution, and a specific common law right is to contract unlimited. Well, that sounds that sounds pretty powerful. And then when you get into Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution, which states, in part, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contracts. So if no states can't pass any law impairing the obligation of contract, why does that matter? Why are you talking about the power of contracts, Mr. L., Mr. So, Mr. Mr. Sir? What does that have to do with it? Well, there's a such thing as a trust. A trust is a contract between three parties. A trust is a contract. United States Supreme Court in United States USDC MAS 1941 Supreme Court stated a trust is a separate and distinct entity from its beneficiaries for income tax purposes. What? What? Also, United States Supreme Court in Crocker versus McCloy said a trust organization consisting of the United States constitutional right of contract cannot be abridged. The agreement when executed 
becomes a constitutionally protected organization and not under the laws passed by any of the several legislatures. So when you, when you comprehend, okay, so what's, what are the several legislatures? The states, all 50 of them, including Washington, Washington D.C., because D.C. is not a state. It's a territory. federal territory so if you if 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 you comprehend that then you comprehend that oh okay so these are private structures they're contracts not under the laws of the states so what governs the trust the actual contract itself United States Supreme Court States, specifically in Edwards versus the commissioner, and I mean, I first saw this, I had to read it like three times. I was like, what? I, you know, I had to laugh. But in Edwards versus the commissioner, the court said that dignity of a contract cannot be set aside because a tax benefit results either by design or accident. You see, this is a game, y'all. It's a game that's played on the public. It's a game that's played on you. This is 1% information. And back to what I said, you know, just because you don't know something exists doesn't mean it is not. I like doing in-person events because, you know, a lot of times potential clients, they send their CPAs and their tax attorneys to the event. You know, I love it. I like talking to CPAs and tax attorneys because they think they know everything. Especially if you if you walk, oh, what's your what are your credentials? Public credentials? I don't care what or how many letters are behind your name. That's controlled knowledge. That's what they want you to know. I'm not even tripping. I don't care. Like no, no, I have nothing. No credentials, whatever. But I will tell you that this is true. You have your peoples. That's why you're attorney. They only understand state statutory law. I just read case law that said that these contracts, these trusts are not under legislative authority. So if you have a state attorney who's who's educated in state statutory law, I don't care if it's statutory trust law. I don't care if it's statutory contract law. I don't care if it's statutory commercial law. I don't care if it's statutory business law. It doesn't matter. So your state attorney is going to say, that don't exist. Ain't no such thing as a trust like that. They they haven't been taught this. Your CPA hasn't been taught this. Your friend hasn't been taught this. This stuff has got to be put together. This is elite information. It remains within an elite groups, group of people, and it stays there. And I've been doing this for over 17 years because I want you to know. I want you to comprehend what's going on. I want you to comprehend every time you go in the pub, you go to the bank, all these people went to state school, the state public schools, state state uh, universities. And listen, I'm going to say it unequivocally. 
I went to school for international business, sales and marketing. I double majored. You feel what I'm saying? Listen, unless you go to an attorney that is familiar with internationally recognized structures, they don't know what you're talking about. Unless they've dealt with an entity that has to do, that it has the ability to do business internationally, they don't know what you're talking about. They're going to say that don't exist. What you talking about? Nah, nah. It's governed by the state statutes because all they know is state statutory law. You have to find someone who studied contract law in law school and constitutional law. Otherwise, all these attorneys, they're going to laugh at you. The CPAs might even say, nah, go find another one, man. Do you understand the power of contracts? As I said, unequivocally, it is an internationally recognized structure. Case in point, am I speaking currently in theories? No, I'm not. You can pull this up. The Hague Convention on the Law Applicable to Trusts. Just type it in the search bar. Hague Convention on Trust. But it's 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 really the Hague Convention on the Law Applicable to Trusts and on their recognition. Man, read this thing. A trust, look, Article 6, Applicable Law. A trust shall be governed by the law chosen by the settler. The choice must be expressed or implied in the terms of the instrument creating or the writing evidencing the trust, interpreted if necessary in light of the circumstances of the case. Where the law chosen under the previous paragraph does not provide for trusts or the category of trust involved, the choice shall be effective and the law specified in Article 7 shall apply. Check out Article 7. Article 7, where no applicable law has been chosen by the settler. A trust shall be governed by the law with which it is most closely connected. They're trying to they're trying to get juris, this house jurisdiction over the trust. It says right here in this intern and, and this was signed. It's over 120 countries. United States is one of them. Canada is one of them. London is one of them. Cayman Islands is one of them. I'm telling you, do your research, man. Just read it. International recognition, the Hague Convention, and they're saying, yo, the settler can choose a law. If the settler or the grantor doesn't choose a specific law, then here's how you determine the law. Article 8, the law specified in Article 6 or Article 7 shall govern the validity of the trust, its construction, its effects, and the administration of the trust. So unless you put the jurisdiction in the trust indenture, It's going to go to statutory law. <laughs> I mean, I hope you understand what I'm saying. I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. So, United States adopted the common law of England with, with the United States Constitution. All right? You have that. Simple, right? That was Caldwell versus Hill. U.S. Adopted, adopted common laws of England with the Constitution. So you have that. And you have 
Article 1, Section 10, it states in part, no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contracts. This is how you get away from the states. You know, these types of trusts do not file state tax returns. They're not governed. There's no, there's no reason to. It doesn't happen like that. It's governed by the trust indenture. If the trust indenture says it, that's what it is. Most people do not comprehend that sentence. It is not, the trust is not governed by state statutes or any law for that matter. A properly crafted trust is governed by the contract itself. And no state can pass any law impairing the obligations of that contract. Edwards versus the commissioner said dignity of a contract cannot be set aside because a tax benefit results either by design or accident, man. These these structures are federally protected entities or organizations, and they're not under the laws of the several legislatures. If the contract says it's an expense, it's an expense. Y'all understand the power of a contract. Or maybe you do. Maybe you really do. Maybe you're you're pulling yourself up the rabbit hole. You're recognizing you're recognizing created versus formed. And it might be really messing you up. Like, man, my head is getting crazy. The bottom line is, you know, if we're created in the image of God, and God is our our creator is a creator, we're creators. So we're all Lord Gods, right? I don't know. I'm not trying to be blasphemous or not, but you 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 lord over your life, maybe your family, your home, anything you create, you're gonna lord over. Right? Just like the state. The state created the individual. You think the state ain't lording over the individual? You're tripping. The state created the corporation. If you think the state isn't lording over the corporation, you're out of your mind. You're bugging. You're bugging, son. You're bugging out. All these state creations. You get it? All these state agencies. These federal agencies. So on and so forth. It doesn't matter. What's the point? The point is, the states and the federal government, IRS, the state internal revenue, and the federal internal revenue are looking to tax income activities with Federal Reserve notes. They have certain laws and rules and regulations with regards to the entities and structures they govern. Well, off top, these structures, this contract is not governed by state legislation. Do you understand how powerful that is? I'm going to come out straight on the air and say the contract governs the structure. Look, you could jump on the internet and you can Google (laughs) <laughs> and you can see, you know, what's offered to entrepreneurs. You you know, 
types of business structures, right? Just look at them. Types of types of business structures. They ain't gonna say LLC, partnership, limited partnership, limited liability company. You're not going to see contract trust. That's not governed by state statute. That's not governed by Internal Revenue Code. <laughs> You're not going to see that. It's, a, it's you know the Internal Revenue Service. It's a collection agency. You think if you think the IRS is going to come out publicly and say this is how you legally avoid taxes, you're out of your mind. This is how you legally protect your property from predatory states. Alleged creditors, debt collectors. And litigators? No. This is how you protect your family's wealth indefinitely. No. If you think you're going to learn this stuff in the public, going to public school, come on. You have to understand there is the created world. And there is the formed world, and they do not mix. Public and private does not mix. The created world is private. The formed world is public. Do you hear what I'm saying? Make a distinction. Come out the rabbit hole. Recognize the power of contracts. I don't care. Understand that if you're a trustee of a private trust organization with regards to your private estate, if you're at the executive level, you walk into any company, corporation, so on and so forth, the first person you speak to is not going to be an executive. They're probably not going to be an administrator, and I doubt they're going to be a supervisor. You're going to listen to them telling you that you can and can't do nothing, that don't exist, you can't do this, we don't open these types of accounts. That's like a uh, um, that's like Elon Musk asking the doorman at the hotel for stock advice, man. Get out, get get in your lane. Of course, you're not walking in there advertising. Yeah, I'm a private trust executive, and I need to speak to your you know, an executive or at least some sort of administrator so we can speak on the same level. I have trustees that say, you know, oh, they said they're going to send it to legal. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? Because they said they're sending it to the legal department, the lawyers. So that means two things. Either one, they have no idea what's going on and they're scared and they're deferring the legal. They're, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to lose my job. Uh, send it to the attorneys. Or number two, they're over their head. It's over their head. They don't know what's going on. They got to send it to, to the legal, to the legal department. You notice how they didn't say no, no, we're not opening this account. They said we sent this to legal, legal. You know, we'll wait till legal gets back to us. Yep, there you go. And that's the level you should understand. People get scared of legal. They're scared of judges. Scared. Look, man, as a trustee, you are an executive, CEO. C 
CEO, CEE, CFO, the executive level administration. That's what trustees are. I don't argue with bus drivers. I don't ride the bus. You understand what I'm saying? We need to know what this is. We need to understand the power of contract. We need to deal with the fear. Quit being fearful. Just because we haven't seen someone do the stuff, we feel uncomfortable trying. Man, come on. Let's stop that. You get one life. You don't look. Trying to have no regrets. But there you go, man. That's the power of a contract. Understand that. You know, you're dealing we're dealing with contract law. We're dealing with private law. We're dealing with a jurisdiction of law that is superior to commercial law. That's why it always supersedes. That's why the Hague Convention statutes, you will see Supreme Court case law. If it's properly crafted trust indenture with the proper jurisdiction invoked with proper administration through non-commingling and self-dealing activities this is what you're dealing with and the the people around you the people who have been educated in the state institutions state public schools state bar associations unless they are familiar with structures that can do business internationally I don't care what they're talking about public school system was heavily endowed by Rockefeller who's an industrialist the progressive uh, education association PEA the progressive education association PEA the progressive education association John Dewey, who was a professor at Columbia Teachers College, they made it no secret that they were you they were going to use the public educational system to accomplish social goals, social. And they said that the bulk of the population is biologically childlike, requiring lifelong care. These are people that were... Con- and, yo, the, board, the, the General Board of Education was set up in the early 1900s. In the 1960s, it became uh, the Board of Education, heavily endowed by Rockefellers, industrialists, people who created industries who didn't have enough family members to work those industries didn't have enough family members who wanted to because you know it's dirty and stuff man we you know they coffee so they they needed you and your family to work in their industries and how do they get you ready they you know these public school systems controlled knowledge man i don't i don't care i don't care how many letters you got behind your name that's controlled knowledge i'll say it over and over again i don't care people look at me with disdain with irritation 
Because I just disrespected all the hard work you did for all those years. I don't care. Start a business. I respect it. But when people start coming to me and telling me that, you know, you can't do this and there's no such thing as walking in with a contract and opening a bank account. First of all, you're tripping. Second of all, you don't know what you're talking about. Third of all, I've done it. And just because you don't know something exists doesn't mean it does not. I'm going to take a phone call or two. 336-6379. Eric called 336-6379. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace. It's Mark Cal. Hey, what's going on, man? Peace. What's going on? Not much, man. I was just enjoying the show. Yeah, I just saw it. It looked like a hand. You must have accidentally pushed one or something. Oh, I don't know. It's cool. My fault. I was gonna take one call. That was you. Before I wrap the show uh, up. What you think about the? What you think about the show? You catch it all? It was dope. Show? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I missed the uh, first part. I caught the last end of it. The, the main current event. Yeah, but I yeah, heard yeah. the whole uh, the power of a contract. Yeah. I yeah, well, understand it. That's good. That's good to hear, man. Appreciate it. Well, yeah. I ain't gonna keep you, man. Uh, thanks for checking out the show. Uh, I know you pushed uh, one on accident, man. But you know, thanks for speaking up, man. Thanks for checking out the show. Yep. Yeah, you have a great evening. You too. Peace. Peace. We about to start streaming. I got this automated robot in my ear with an English accent telling me we got 30 seconds left before we start streaming. And they changed the number since the last time I did the show. They changed the last two digits. You know, change, change, change. Look, before we get up out of here, I want to say this. Look, we're doing an event in May. I'm excited. Check it out. Um, I'm going to be doing shows, man. So next week, check out the show. We will put out more information with regards to the event in May. It will be in Atlanta. You know, it's like my second home. I love it in Atlanta. You know what I mean? So it will be in Atlanta. And it's going to be live, man. So make sure you sign up for the email list. You know, stay tuned to the foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network. Don't know who's going to be there. I, I feel like I'm going to be like, yo, Yusuf, we're doing an event, and he's just going to, you know what I'm saying? That's what I feel. And that's kind of like what I'm hoping, too, you know? I love Yusuf, man, like a brother, just, you know? Just so, just, so, I mean, he can, look, he got free reign over here. So, you know, I feel like I'm going to tell him, like, yo, we're doing this dance and, you know, whatever. But we got some other special guests that we will um, be announcing. We got the normalize campaign, normalize greatness, normalize trust estates, normalize trust fund babies. It's a limited edition run of merchandise, t-shirts, black and white, and each normalized slogan, normalize greatness, normalize trust estates, normalize trust fund babies. Uh, we're giving giving them away, and we're going to give three away, and we're going to give Along with those three, you get a t-shirt, you get free admission to the event in May in Atlanta. All you have to do is 
Sign up for the email list at welcome to the foundation.com. Subscribe. However you got to do it, to the YouTube, to the Instagram, to the Twitter. You got to leave a comment on all the platforms, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. And you got to, you know, you just have to substantiate that. Y'all, y'all listeners of the foundation, so I'm, I'm confident you know how to substantiate. It's going to be live. I'm excited, yo. I haven't done an in-person event in a minute. So it's gonna it's gonna be hype. I'm gonna be doing some. I'm doing pull ups. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm getting ready. Then my baby oil. No, I'm just playing. But yo, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing y'all again. Looking forward to getting back out here. You know. So that's that's May. Stay tuned for the date. And as I said, man, foundation ain't going nowhere. You know, energy energy. Never dies, it just transforms. So as we transform the foundation, y'all stick around and, and enjoy the show. It's gonna be luxurious. I'm back. I'm re-energized. I don't know if you can hear it, but you know, soap's back, y'all. Like the OG soap, the original soap, the pancake and toes soap L. I'm back, y'all. I'm feeling good too. So look, 2023, yeah, you know, for the public, it's gonna be. Eh, it's gonna be a little crazy, but in the private, we gonna be hot like fire. It's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be luxurious, as you know. So, with that being said, it's good to be back, y'all. Y'all have a great week. Make sure you enjoy yourself. Take care of yourself. As always, take care of your peoples too. Stay tuned for uh, trustee training. Email me admin at welcome to the foundation dot com. You know, we're going to keep it moving. Make sure you say 10 things that you're thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night because it's so important. And I'll catch you next week. The same spot. And it will be next week. The hottest radio network on the planet, High Frequency Radio Network. I'm your host, So L. And, you know, in in luxuriousness, I leave you. Luxuriousness. And I'll catch y'all next week. Peace to the gods, y'all. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.